Hello everyone. Hello, hello. I'm Tony. And I'm Tally. And we are the, the Lazy, Lazy Book Lovers. This is a podcast. This is very on brand. <laughs> this is a podcast for book lovers who procrastinate about reading have never ending to be read piles. Today's episode is our hundredth episode. Did you think we would get here? Because we no. sure didn't. <laughs> No, I did not. <laughs> so, for our 100th episode, even though none of you asked us to, no one cares, we're doing a Q&A. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't done one since... Ah, like, it's got to be in the 50s. Fo- yeah, 40s and 50s. Like, yeah. We haven't done it for a while. Yeah, and I'm sure there's probably people listening that weren't listening then. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully we haven't moved here. <laughs> we do have some dedicated listeners that I hear about through the grapevines that are friends of people that we know. Yeah. Say hi, we love you. I think like we don't do as many indie episodes now, which I think was our majority of our listeners. So we need maybe we 2024, get... that's going to be our goal, to get back on that. Well, we made some big promises for 2023. So Oh, but 2023 has just been... Yeah. Yeah. Busy. It's over soon, don't worry. It's been so busy. Like, I blinked and lost a year. Yeah, and you had to get a new job, and I've had to get jobs. Well, well, the new human came last year. Yeah. Technically, but it was moving around. Yeah. Yeah, it was just (laughs) a little put in a a carry case and get on with life last year. She was on the podcast with us. Yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know what numbers those are. It must be around the seventies, I think. Yeah. There may be baby. But now uh, she is the chattiest little yeah. bubs ever. So. She has a lot to say. Oh, she. Does. I can't wait till she talks. <laughs> yeah, she's so close. She says, "Dada." She says her brother's name. She said, "Mama" twice. Oh. <laughs> but the other day, she clearly said no to me, and I was like, "Don't you dare." <laughs> Oh, so good job, baby. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Set boundaries. Do not dare say no to me. <laughs> <laughs> Set boundaries, just not with me. <laughs> She's just got screams, and they mean different things, and we all know what they mean. She she runs our household. Even my son does what she says. She's yeah. literally in charge She's of She's got household. you all under her thumb. She's a little princess. Well, because she's all cute and smiling. And you're yeah. just like, oh, I'll do something yeah. for you. And she, if you don't do what she wants uh, straight away, she will scream and it's a horrible sound. So we all just do it. She just bullies us. <laughs> Being held hostage never by thought, your not toddler. I never thought my son would... Uh, do what she says but even he's like maybe yes, you dear. need to get her to the point where she's talking and then she can be like brother go to bed <laughs> brother <laughs> go to bed go <laughs> don't to get bread. up at four in the morning <laughs> yeah this morning go back like... to sleep brother <laughs> mm. i pre-planned a tangent mm. just because i want to talk about it okay go on uh, i saw the new hunger games film oh it's very it's good. good it's very close to the book yeah, um, I wanted to see that, but I've yet to read the book, so it's not going to happen. I'll wait no, till it comes out on Netflix yeah. or whatever. Um, no, it's very good. It's very close to the fir- to the book. Is it long? Two and a half hours. Fuck that. But I'm not watching that at the cinema. But it doesn't feel like two and a half hours. It's quite tense. Yeah. Because what they've not tried to do is shoehorn this into PG thirteen this time. Ah. Uh, okay. So it's actually quite scary. Some of the deaths are quite graphic. 
um, someone at work was like, oh, I didn't like how graphic the deaths were. It's nothing like the um, the original films. And I was like, that's because they dumbed the films down to fit a YA dystopian audience that just wasn't going to it. And I was like, the actual books are really horrific. I mean, it's children being killed for entertainment. I said to I was like, it's children being murdered for entertainment. I was like, what, what do you... What, how can they not make that graphic? And she was like, oh, they didn't show the deaths the way that they did in these films. And I was like, all right, but <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, can my recommend. mum bladder would not be able to do a two and a half hour film anymore. Yeah, I I mean, I've not had children, but I peed immediately before and that got me through. I'm already regretting not going for a safety wee before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're only on one layer of blanket. Oh, no. <laughs> gonna wear myself. Don't worry, I wear mum nappies. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. To the to the Q and A. Uh, say if you've just joined for our hundredth Q and A, and you're like, "What? Why are they just chatting nonsense?" We we turn it in. It's part. Of, it's we've decided it's part of the brand, and not because neither of us can focus. We, it's definitely on purpose. We couldn't control it, <laughs> so we made it on purpose. Yeah. So. Tell me, or rather, ask me. All right. I think we, maybe we take turns answering them. Yeah. So I've got, how did you guys meet? For a friend. <laughs> yeah, so... I was like, how do you can date this one? <laughs> we, you're... So long ago, I don't remember anyone. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, my childhood friend, worked at the same job as you, and it was a really big company, and you all used to go out to big parties together, so that's how we met. Mm. And then when we became friend friends is I had a really long shift at the cafe and I put a Facebook status this is how long ago this was yeah I was using Facebook (laughs) also I did a Facebook status saying I feel really wired after work anyone free (laughs) can you imagine doing that now no Um, and you commented saying yeah I'll message you (laughs) and then you were like do you want to go out for a drink in Old Town and then that was it yeah, and then we trauma dumped on each other. Yeah, and I think got that's really drunk. when we discovered that we both read as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's trauma it. dumped. <laughs> we basically got drunk and that's taught trauma we, dumps. Uh, that's how we bonded. <laughs> God, that was ages ago as well. That was yeah. like we are coming up for like ten years or something. Yeah, something like that. Because I was in my second year or first year of university. I reckon it was first year. Um, I think I was 25, and I'm 35 now. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're coming on 10 years. Because we've known each other a while before that dude that tried to date both of us unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. Because <laughs> um, Natalie wised up to it before I did, but anyway. Stupid dude. Hope you listen. Probably don't. <laughs> Uh, and that was my second year of uni so we must have met in my first year of yeah. uni yeah well if you were working at the cafe it would have been in the holidays wouldn't it between the two yeah yeah that's a good point that must have been my first summer there yeah yeah because I did there every summer and break uh, like Christmas and Easter mm. where they had the work yes there we mm. go then there you go wow so what made us decide to start a book, a book podcast um, was this like during the lockdown and we were both like, I would like, I would quite like to start a podcast. I, I started one during lockdown and I managed mm. about three episodes. 
but I found it really hard to do the recording and editing while my toddler son was at home. Yeah. And then we both kind of messaged each other on just in a chat and then we went for a coffee and we were like, we should actually do it. I think it was, I took three months to listen to your podcast. (laughs) After you sent me it, I finally listened. I took like, I took a while after Mm. you were like, here's the episode. I was like, great, I'll listen straight away. And then like three months later, I think I messaged you to be like, oh my God, I listened. I loved it. Are you going to do more? I've seen you haven't posted in a while. So sorry it took you so long to listen. And then you said all the issues you were having. Mm. And then I was like, haha, we should do one together. And then we just didn't say anything for about two days, I think. Yeah. And then I I can't remember if you came back first or I did and was like, but actually, <laughs> I um, think that was me. Actually, I mean, yeah. like, but are we going to? Or? And I think I was like, <laughs> I was gonna say that. Yeah, and then we went for a coffee, and it was like lockdown had just lifted a little bit. I think so. We went to Costa, didn't we? And yeah, we had a chat about it. And we were like, okay, let's just do it before either of us change our mind or life. Yeah, away. and we decided to like do it properly. So we thought about like branding and colours, and we got all of that set up first. Like we tried to do it properly. Um, first few episodes were done over zoom as well yeah they were before we kept being up to like 11 p.m because baba used to to get up and interrupt (laughs) not even a baby but baba now we've got different baba (laughs) yeah so we've got we had a whole new baba (laughs) yeah um i greeted it you greeted it you made it yourself (laughs) Ah, i can put it on etsy (laughs) (laughs) homemade This kind of feeds nicely into my next question, which I may need to answer. Go for it. Um, how hard is it to find time to record around work? Mm. So we used to do various weekends, and now we're doing sort of a hodgepodge of if I have a bank holiday, we use the bank holiday. Yeah. Uh, if I have a day off, to... I'll give up an afternoon or a morning. We used to literally record them like one a week and then now we've mm. had to go to batch recording because it's the only way we can do it. Yeah, so you'll kind of come for when I finish work and then we'll power through a couple and then you have to yeah. race back two children. And that's just kind of, we kind of do it whenever there's time. Yeah, I just, I always think like, I just, I wish we could count this as work, work yeah. as in like we... Uh, financially yeah made money from it because i do i do count it as work yeah but unfortunately this would be have to be the first thing that dropped off if Mm. we just couldn't if something had to give yeah because we're not making money from it and it's a shame and it is i think we should (laughs) it's something i'm really i'm really proud of this Mm. Like, I'll talk about it. I used to be really embarrassed in the beginning, but now I'll just talk about it to everyone. I was like, on yeah. my podcast, on my podcast. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, we've got a thousand listeners, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> um, we may not have a lot of listeners, but we've got 100 episodes, and that's impressive. Yeah. And we did a thing. I don't yeah. care. Even if this, like, doesn't take off ever, I'm like, we did a thing. Yeah. But it would be nice if we could make money for it. Yeah. Please, please guys, this is where you guys yeah. come in. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, if you want to help us grow, <laughs> please <laughs> review slash rate us wherever you listen to podcasts because it will really help us find new listeners as well. And a lot of your platforms, you can set them to like also download our episodes. So even if like you forget, it will do it for you. I Which do that. Great. In fact, 
I also download our own episodes. What do we do for our jobs? I think you should go first. <laughs> I work as a digital marketing executive. It's my new job for a B2B company. I don't, I don't know why I'm trying to be secretive. You can literally find me on LinkedIn and find out where I work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just do I just do marketing full time. I'll do stuff. Um, and then I do social media slash, I guess, digital marketing slash content writing. Content creation? Content creation, yeah. Freelance for a couple of different clients. And then I've just started uh, domestic cleaning as well. To and get some Christmas Bella. I occasionally uh, make pittances for my personal <laughs> content creation as well. <laughs> you started getting invited to influencer events yeah it's happening true. influencers don't make as much money as you think yeah. <laughs> but yeah um my i really i really need to get to like ten thousand followers on tiktok so i can start making money on there so come follow me <laughs> where you guys come in um so yeah i mean this is yeah i mean this doing stuff about like because i have a blog Mm-hmm. that I run which I currently make no money from <laughs> which I don't oh, oh I also have an Etsy shop yeah it's been closed for the summer holidays it's going to reopen soon mm. um yeah I have a blog that I'm like this could be my job this would be amazing but I'm never going to get full time work from a job from a, a blog that I run for fun you'd have to have um really high traffic for the sponsorships wouldn't you yeah, I was going to start up like an exclusive subscriber thing. Mm. And then I was Googling it and they were like, don't even bother till you get um, a thousand visitors a day. And I was like, oh, I get them Calm in a month. I get a thousand in a month. Well, Although it's you're now. doing really well with your blog now. It's, yeah, it's, all your hard work is finally <laughs> paying off. Slowly but surely, yeah, it is climbing up there. I made the Google gods happy. And all I, you have to do is do it once and then the Google gods keep liking you. I realised um, my blog's been doing really bad and it's probably because I've not posted all year. That's probably... I think there's a co correlation there. Yeah, correlation. Correlation, I said thank you. Yeah. Yeah, look, I've just started to hit like over a thousand views a month. Yeah, you just got to do that a day. Yeah, just do that <laughs> every day. They're like, don't even bother. And I was don't like, even think I think it was it. like 10,000 a month, another one said. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to hit like 10,000 for the year. Yeah, what are you chatting Motherfuck. about? <laughs> I was getting really excited and that really brought me down. But in fact, I was like getting too big for my boots yeah. and that brought me back down. Yeah. Um, okay. I think like my goal would be um, to be in a position where we can have a Patreon for this Ooh. podcast. I think that'd be lovely. Um, I don't know what we would offer you, but at some point that that's the plan. I think. Wow, we'd find time for extra recordings if we were making money. Yeah, yeah. Like a more casual bonus recording or you'd get the episode early or I don't know. Or we would do a Patreon exclusive Mm. Discord slash book group. There's lots of options. I think... I'd love to have video as well. We we wanted to do something like that this year, but this year has been non-existent um, in terms of following through of our goals. We've just maintained, which is a plus. We did well a lot done of us. Stuff. We maintained and we, we could have easily start the year. Off. We did launch the YouTube. That was a goal yeah. for this year, and we main we actually kept that up. Yeah, I redid the website. Yes, 
Um, I occasionally post on Instagram. <laughs> we started a TikTok. We've never posted on <laughs> Okay, we're going to do that <laughs> next year, season two. Yeah. We've decided we're going to have a, we're going to go to season two. It's going to be TikTok. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> oh, okay. Let me do one more get to know us one and I'll switch to the bookish ones we got submitted. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who submitted. Okay, okay, okay. Or what things have changed in life slash generally personally for you uh, uh, over the time we've been recording? <laughs> I grew and birthed and had another child. <laughs> That's pretty, um, pretty big. We, I think I got the cats. Yeah. Yep. We were in a global pandemic. Yeah, that, came out that also happened. Um, yeah, kind of all the things we already mentioned. <laughs> yeah, um, I got uh, got made redundant, and then I started a new job. You have a partner. Yeah, I just started dating someone after being there? like, perfect. and I finally met him. <laughs> yeah, you it's turned, real. And you turned thirty. Oh yeah, I just turned thirty. Thirty's like the zero numbers are considered big numbers. I don't really know why, but yeah. I don't, everyone was like, everyone around me who's turning 30 is really existential about it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm completely fine with this, I don't know. I think I probably would have been, except I was literally like two weeks off giving birth, so yeah. <laughs> I didn't really have the chance. Yeah. But I remember when I turned 25, I had a lot of shit going on in my life then, but I was like, I'm a third of the way through my life, because I have no intention of living past 75, <laughs> um, and I'm That's really so depressed. Bleak. <laughs> <laughs> And my dad was like, no, come on, say it's a quarter of the way through your life. I was like, no, no, it's a third. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. Um, it's when I worked out that I turned 30, right? And then I've been working since I was 15. So I've already worked for half of my life. Because obviously I had two months where I was looking for a new job. I had two months not working. And it's the first time I had... Really freeing? Yeah, it's the first time I've not worked since I was 15. And when you have always worked or been quite a busy person or had uni or I was travelling, like, mm, it just was a glimpse into the quality of life one can have. <laughs> if like, one is born in the right circumstances. Yeah, like, you know, eating three meals a day that are good. <laughs> wearing Sleeping. Sleeping enough, wearing clothes I want to wear, not talking to people I don't want to talk to. Just been like, oh, I need something from town, and I can just go to town. Yeah, just just being able to like, just live well. So I'm not living my life to make sure I can get through work well, because mm. a lot of my time is spent prepping so I stay healthy whilst working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was looking for another job, uh, I did um, flirt with the idea of like an office role or retail and I decided that actually out of all of the jobs I could do that were mm. available to me currently I would rather clean people's homes got to to than anyone. deal with any of that shit again yeah. <laughs> it's dealing with the public yeah and it pays better mm. <laughs> I'm just not office small talk is not my forte because I'd rather jump off a bridge I do not want the ridiculous rules that don't make sense. Mm. They're like the rules that my child has at school that I disagree him having at school. 
and then you give them to fully grown adults. Yeah. No. Yeah, I was um, no. I was talking to someone about tattoos and stuff, and I was like, I don't understand why having pretty pictures on my skin denotes whether how well I can do my job. It shows that you're quite patient, in yeah. my opinion. It's a positive. Yeah. And um, at some point, you were able to save a lot of money. So when you put your mind to something, you follow through. Or like how you dress, or the colour of my hair can dictate how professional and I piercings. am. Quote marks. And piercings. Quote marks how professional I am. I was like, how about if I just turn up and do my job well? Who? Well, we all know why. Capitalism. Mm. But. I was just like, I can't wait for it to die. I was talking that it was yeah. an old lady. I'm like, she should be done soon. I was like, I can't wait for this to die because it just doesn't exist with my generation generally. No, and there's a lot of businesses that could not adapt during the pandemic and have now had to go under and stuff. So, because mm-hmm. yeah. the generation that are happy to do it are dying off or retiring because they or are they are time. able to retire, unlike the rest of us. Yeah. And okay. the, our generation, like millennials, are we're we're just fucked for life. But the generations below, you're doing good stuff. I love it. But it's just also it's the realization that I can do my job just as well on my sofa in my pajamas as I can in a drafty office, uncomfortable in uncomfortable clothing. Uh, and, and in fact, you probably the... do less work because there's other people distracting you all the time. Yeah. And, like, the kitchen's on another story <laughs> of, the, of the building or yeah. whatever. Or you have to go out to go and yeah. get your food. And da, 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 da. Yeah. So it's sort of the pandemic also was like, made me realise this is a all lot a lie. Of it's all a lie. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to bookish questions. Yeah. I um, read sometimes. I like books. That is the point of this podcast. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right, then. All right, all right, all right, all right. right. right, (laughs) Scrolly scroll. In case you didn't know, we're British. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're like, I do want a bottle of water, when Americans are trying to do a British accent, there are so few of us that don't say the T. Do you know how long it took me to understand what you just said then? Yeah. what is she even saying? So Americans do, and they're like trying to do, and I know we have a lot of American listeners. Do you want a bottle of water? I'm like that's not that's not how we sound. The ones like, the ones of us oh. who do miss the T, which we are kind of part of, but we've kind of, both of us sort of edited it out. Yeah, we are part of that region, but we've stopped doing it probably because of retail. And My phone son jobs. has said it a few times from his friends at school, and I'm like, "There's a T in there, darling." <laughs> Walter. Yeah. But even then, like this, Walter, you are you are saying the T. Yeah. Bottle. Bottle. The T's there. Bottle. See, <laughs> and I was like, also that's like just a sh- like a shit southern accent. It's not even like a London accent. No, no. It's just <laughs> I hate this word, but common London like southern accent. Yeah, common, common chavy. If you want to use that word, there. I hate that word. No, because it's not a real thing. I despise that word. If anyone is interested in the origins of the word chav. She actually read a book There's about a it. Book I read. <laughs> it's, it's reviewed in one of our reading yeah. updates. I, I can't, can't remember, remember it's which one. Ch- something chavs, like yeah. yeah, you did. It was one of your. It was really really good. I need to reread that. Actually. Um. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So, what 
books or book have we read over the time we've been recording oh. that we love so much that we can go back to it and read it over and over without getting bored? Okay, so I can answer for you. Oh yeah, we know my answer is so obvious. Sarah J. Mass Universe and A.K. Malford Universe. Yeah. They're your hyperfixations for life, I think. Yeah, Akatar has really endured, and I'm aware I'm aware these aren't great works of fiction. However, they do what you need them to do. You know, it, it's fey, it's spicy, their characters go on journeys at the time, I was not mentally doing so hot, and it was like free therapy, and so they mean special things to me, and it just is what it is. <laughs> it makes me wonder, so like, I read them, for me, relatively close together. Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy them. Obviously, I was aware of a lot of the... I, I You know, I could critique it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. As, as Tony said, I, like, I enjoyed it. But I expected to feel that way about Fourth Wing, and I didn't. So it makes me wonder if, if I read them now, would I just not be... Maybe it was just the perfect headspace for them when I read them, if you know what I mean. So I read the series. My granddad was very poorly, mm. and I was. it was quite a stressful time at work stressful time at home our dog had died um and then i went on holiday by myself and i spent all of the holiday reading the entire just series in a back to world. back yeah i was yeah. just sort of like a sun potato or in my room or at dinner or on a beach to watch the sunset but all the reading time reading <laughs> reading akata yeah so i think that's probably why yeah, and then Nesta's was... Nesta's story obviously i read later because mm. i hadn't come out i don't think or it was coming out or remember i read it later anyway yeah. but not much after yeah so i read them when we were still in lockdown it was at mm. christmas we were in lockdown i read them then because i remember i stayed up on new year's eve i wanted to go to bed at like nine and i stayed up till about 1am because yeah. i wanted to finish akka math yeah and i had like 200 pages and I yeah akka math is still it. my favorite yeah I, I don't know i like nesta's story as well i and really then, love it but it's long as fuck yeah, and then Nesta's story, which is the A Court of Silver Flames, yeah. my friend gifted me for my birthday and she'd annotated it and then I read it and it was just so magical and mm. like, yeah, I think like the timing of them was just so perfect yeah. and I'm glad I read them then because I do think if I read them now I wouldn't, I would I, I would probably enjoy them but I don't think I would have enjoyed book, it as yeah. much, yeah, and I wouldn't have got anything out of it, I don't think. Yeah. Um. For me, I I will reread them, but I wouldn't say they're like a big reread. Well, I obviously have them in the Audible, so I have yeah. reread, but I have they've been my nighttime. Re-read. Yeah, they've been my <laughs> nighttime sleep listen, mm. on and off, pretty much. Um. So for me, what was it like? Re- books you'd reread? Books you could read over and over that we have to yep. read over the time we've been recording. So anything from the Grishaverse? Yeah. Because I I think next year I would like to start off near the beginning of the year rereading Six of Crows at least on that note yeah. TV show's been cancelled and I'm very fucking mad and I don't know why because oh, Netflix just cancelled everything yeah but they are doing a Witcher side series with six thieves who go on a heist even though no one cares about Witcher anymore because it's not got the proper Geralt in it yeah but if you look at all the characters it's pretty much Six of Crows but yeah. Witcher so um, and Skullduggery will get a reread as well yeah. I've only got one book left, and then I'm going to reread it because I want to annotate mm. it 
so next year we will obviously probably do a goals at the beginning of it yeah but this year i wanted to slow down on my reading it's not happened next year i want to slow down on my reading yeah i want to just like appreciate annotate enjoy the books i'm reading rather than read a lot i don't not there's anything wrong with reading a lot I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But. Well, you're kind of reading for escapism, so maybe not taking them in, reading them quite rapidly. Yeah. Um, not to psychoanalyze you. I think that I would quite like next year to try and have less on the go at once. Yeah. Your current reads are so oh, so I just I discussed this with my partner this morning. My current reads are something like 48 or something. 51 last time I looked at it. Oh, shit. Okay. And I haven't actually put some up there that I am reading. Um and I was saying to my partner this morning, I think in December, I'm not going to have any set books. Mm-hmm. I have like two book tours that I'm taking part in in December. Um, and then the rest of December, I just want to try and clear that because I would quite like yeah. to start the year with zero. <laughs> so I'm either going to finish them or DNF them. That's what I'm going to do. Because I've got a shelf full of them all Ooh. and they're half finished or not even like whatever yeah. some of them are 80% finished some of them are like one chapter in I've got to either DNF them or I've got to finish them and start January with nothing in my currently mm-hmm. reading <laughs> believe in you I don't <laughs> okay so which book or series would you most like to see adapted for TV or film and why I don't actually want them to do Akasa because I think they'll ruin it. No, they've been trying. It's they've been working on it for years, and I just don't think it's going to be good. I'm ever going to stand up to all of that fan art, all of that fan fiction. They're never going to. They're never going to hold up. They're to never going to cast the right people. No, it's just it's a waste of time. Yeah, I, think. I would like to see a animated TV show of Skullduggery. <gasps> oh, that would be so good. I don't want. I don't want. Act. I don't want like um, they won't get live the skeleton. Action. Yes, the, so they won't get Skullduggery right. Yeah, I don't, think. I don't want live action. I would love animated. Yeah, that would be love. so good. Um, and I would like it to be a TV show, not a film. Mm. And I would like it to not be on Netflix because they will cancel it. And we've got fifteen books. I want fifteen fucking series. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Amazon. If you could pick it up, that'd be great. Yeah, um, I think I was really looking forward to the Six of Crows spin-off of Shadow and Bone. I was only watching it for the crows. And it's never... Also, I'd love like an art. Can you imagine a film per book? I think that series that I've been trying to make you read for years now, Carve the Mark, I think that would make an amazing film or TV show. It's mm-hmm. only two books. Just because like of all the, the time they're in space... And all the imagery of that, and like the the current, which is like their magic. You, they call it the current. You can see it, kind of like an a aurora borealis kind of thing, mm-hmm. but in space, and it's like a throw through space. That sounds cool. And there's like a water world they go to, and I just think the the I just think that'd be great. The imagery would be great on on film, but that obviously never got big enough. I reckon. Speaking of that, the Wayward Children series, I would like to see that adapted. Mm. Um, I don't oh know. God, I think Fourth Wing they is could. perfect on the turn into TV. That's literally been written, so it could be probably. Would you want it as a TV show or a film? TV. It would be into a series, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Because I just have to rush through all the training and stuff, which I guess you didn't enjoy. But yeah. Even Rocky had a montage. A montage. 
<sighs> okay. Would um, she wear a dressing gown? <laughs> Just let it go. Oh, I know. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah. I will let it go. Which author would you most like to meet in real life? I've had the opportunity to meet a few authors now. Yeah, you I've have. Been very lucky. Very lucky. I'd love to meet A.K. Mulford. Yeah. I think I would like to meet them. Um. Uh, I would like to meet Terry Pratchett. I would have loved to have met Terry Pratchett, yeah. I've got to wait sure. till I die and then hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lee Bardugo would be fun to meet. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've met Derek Randy, yeah. otherwise he would be on that list, yeah. but I have met him we've twice, twice now. now yeah. And he stands up to who I thought he would be, and I was so happy about that. <laughs> Going back to the previous question, I just saw... <laughs> just load? I just saw the selection series, and I would love to see that as a TV show because it's. I'm surprised so, it never got it's, made into it's, one. It's been optioned a few times. Mm. It's just popcorn fun, and I think it'd be a really fun TV There's show. There's rumours of Shatter Me becoming a oh. TV series, but I think it'd be a HBO exclusive, so we won't be able to get it. Oh, you can probably watch it on Now TV then. Yeah, but I'll buy another bloody package. Yeah, Oof. yeah, I think yeah. A.K. Malford, Lee Bardugo. I think back in the day when I was really into her, Cassandra Clare, mm. now not as first, because also she's done some dodgy stuff. Yeah, she's just... But I loved yeah. those books back in the day. Probably, well, actually, I still love those books at the start of um, recording. And maybe I might like to meet Emily Henry. Oh, yeah, I reckon she'd be fun. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's about it. All mostly females. Imagine if we got to meet Stacey McEwen or McEwen. I don't know how to spell it. She's never said her surname on the thing. I would pronounce it as McEwen. So we're now just staring at my bookshelf to find who we because we don't remember anything we've ever read. Just a bunch of indie authors would be my dream. Because you've met you've met Olivia Blake because otherwise that would be your top one, wouldn't it? Yeah. I've had so many more special editions of books around. Oh, 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 okay. I've got a new obsession. I haven't even told you this. Okay. Like, I... Okay. Susan Dennard, I would love to meet you if you ever come to UK. You had to cancel your UK tour, which I need to have. Um, Who's she the author of? Okay, okay. The Luminaries. Yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about this recently. Okay, and then immediately I read the second book. Which is incredible for you and i the it's just come out it came out at the beginning of this month so now i've got to wait like a year for the third book and that never it's gonna be a trilogy you, no and i'm already ready to reread them i'm gonna reread them okay. it's, i'm obsessed this is it this is my yeah i've got this them on a list somewhere this is my my avatar yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly i got like 25 percent of the way through book one and i've mm. been talking about it so much my partner reserved it from the library because <laughs> he was like okay i'm gonna have to check yeah. this out because you were just he was like you're just beaming you're obsessed and i was like i am i'm obsessed with this see <sighs> wish my partner would go along with hyper focuses he got a 20 minute lecture about hunger games and didn't appreciate it at all did, did he not why no, i don't know why disgraceful go rude. back and listen to our hunger games episode he's not a big fan of the franchise and i was like Go back and listen to our hunger games. Why the frick did you come see the film with me? <laughs> you said you were so excited. Oh, why are you a fan of the franchise? Just 
doesn't like this thing, but he doesn't like it. He doesn't like read dystopian fiction, so I was like, of course you don't like it. Doesn't like YA, doesn't like dystopian. Yeah, it's not really. What about Battle Royale? Have you that's one of the reasons, read or watched Battle Royale? That's one of the reasons he's a protest against it, because of it being stolen. Okay. Did you not listen to our Hunger Games episode? I said to him, I was like, no, I need to watch that. <laughs> and he was like, how do you know? I was like, it's in our Hunger Games episode. I can't remember why it's not true, I just know it's not true. <laughs> anyway, alright. Have you ever visited a place because you read about it in a book? No, but if I ever went to America, I would go to Forks. Yeah. I've been on the Harry Potter train. I've been to a lot of Hunger Games, not Hunger Games, um, Game of Thrones places. Oh. But film locations, obviously. Mm. Film locations, because a lot of it was done in Dubrovnik. Okay. Um, so, the... Oh, can't remember things. Cersei City. Yeah. Whatever that is called. That is based on Dubrovnik. Is that like Dragonfall? Oh, it could... No. 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 I, I don't remember. I don't remember any of the names. I'm no. so sorry. Someone's probably screaming in their head at us. Uh, I went there. Mm. And then, by accident recently, I went to where they filmed some scenes from the new series, House of Dragon. Okay, That yeah. garden I went to on my last holiday. Yeah, yeah. That pretty garden was filmed there, apparently. Because oh. they had a whole map of, like, here, where's to find things from House of Dragon. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So that's cool. It's not, um, not from a book, technically. Yeah, I would go to Forks if I went to America. That mm. would have to be planned into my trip. Mm. Twilight, in case you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't read a lot of things that have been set in the UK. To be honest, or like. Yeah, and I don't read a lot of things that are set in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like in our world. Mm. Um, you guess New York. I've read a bunch of books set in New New York. So. Yeah. Um, if you could travel oh but I would also love to see all of the hobbit stuff in New Zealand <gasps> yeah, obviously it's fun. not a hobbit's not based in oh Lord of the Rings not based in New Zealand but it is yeah. it's what unofficially yeah. <laughs> uh, okay so if you could travel to like a made up world and live there or just go on holiday there where would you mm. go I don't think that's a good question we don't read pleasant enough books for I that. don't think I'd want to go anywhere maybe visit <laughs> but I'd probably get killed off I don't really know Belarus sounds beautiful yeah do you see that video those girls you're probably not on Akita TikTok as much as I am no. these girls went on holiday to somewhere and they were like oh my god we found Belarus and honestly I can't remember where they were but the city they filmed it looks exactly like how Aww. I pictured Valaris. They were oh, like, they cool. were like full on like Akatar. They found it by accident. They were fully sobbing, and I was yeah. like, "This is so pretty." You like that? Be me. Yeah. <laughs> so wherever that is, maybe there. Uh. Um, a world that I would like to visit where I wouldn't be killed. <laughs> um, <laughs> beach read the lake sounds quite nice yeah that'd be nice yeah. for a visit nice little visit to the lake I don't know we read too much fantasy I don't it's and it's all like fancy, none of them are treated well all places I don't want to go uh, <laughs> and we're all both looking at books now let me look at I should look at my story graph and see what I've read <laughs> I mean Cause like I'm like also the like Fairyland in um <laughs> what do we call it Cruel Prince series? Oh yeah, that would be fun, but we'd definitely die. Yeah, like I'm like oh you know I'd love to go to um 
Viv's coffee shop in Legends and Lattes. But I also yeah. don't want a bit killed off, so <laughs> Yeah. Let me have a look. Let's have a look in our little I'm just gonna have a mooch. A moochy mooch. <sighs> Loading. I read too many depressing things. It's I mean? perfectly honest. You wanna go to the murder hillside with the vines that kill you? <sighs> that sounds so relaxing. <laughs> Good for fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I would go to somewhere in the disc world. That might be fun. I oh, wouldn't yeah. want to stay there. I would visit. Um, yeah, I think maybe that. Yeah. Oh, I think some of the places in the Bridge Kingdom would be kind of nice. I was thinking that, but I've only read the first book. So that's like a I'm tropical sure island. The rest of it would be quite nice as well. I yeah. mean, the bit where they're in a prison. Underground, not not for that. me. Um, some of those locations. Mm. Um, so I say like, oh, Caraval. I think it would be fun to be at Caraval, not taking part. Oh, do they have people just watch? Yeah, oh. you can. Okay. Um. Oh, I've read a few books this year. You've read a fucking ton of books. Yeah, I don't think I've done my pages goal yet though. Uh. I was mooching on your profile for some reason. 1,400 pages behind. If I finally finished those books, I've yeah. probably done it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What ignited your passion for books slash reading? Or was there a particular book that got you into Ooh. reading that you can remember being like the moment? I think it was The Edge Chronicles. Yeah. I mean, I read. I've always been a reader. But I think like reading The Edge Chronicles when I was 14 was what really pushed me into reader <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like avid reader and I think then i stopped yeah for ages and just it was like one book a month mm. so i didn't stop but for me it felt like a stop but for yeah. some people one book a month is still a lot um and then because i was all depression station so i just didn't read at all mm. and then when and literally when i met my partner i just started reading again so there we go yeah, I feel like whenever I've been a big reader has mostly correlated to when I'm doing well or getting well. Yeah, or like, yeah. yeah. and I would have thought it'd be the opposite, but no. Um, I think as hobbies tend to drop off when you're yeah. not feeling good or when you're mentally unstable. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, The Edge Chronicles, which hopefully we will be reading together soon and then you will hear a lot about that in upcoming episodes. Yep. And then just everything. And then I just... Everything. Yeah. I just started reading everything again. <laughs> so, when we're talking when I was a kid kid, because where I'm just a bit younger than you, mm. it would have been Harry Potter, unfortunately. Yeah. How that also turned out to I be. Mean, Harry Potter, yeah. Really, really mm. good for getting started reading. Yeah. And then, as a teenager, like, what kicked me into, like, the fantasy realm was definitely garth nix mm-hmm. sabriel that series the ab horton series and i guess that would have been the age range maybe that you're quite into why dystopia because that would have been really pushing that yeah that's probably you. what the first thing i, I read that older. kicked me into that yeah but i read more of these things in my first year of uni than i did like uh, when i was living at home not yeah. for a reason no just um life 
<laughs> when I just had a lot more free time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when I read that question, I was like, what kicked you into reading? Depression. Yeah. <laughs> but it was actually the opposite. No. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I went through like a not reading much for quite a few years. Mm. I think I think Akatai was definitely one of the series, it's around the time we were doing the podcast that really got me like wanting to read, read. Because I, I hadn't read anything where I fell into the world for a long time. I think the pandemic really helped. Yeah. Because I had just had time to do it. Mm. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> and I was discovering all these new authors, like yeah. indie authors, and it was just a really... I'm not... I'm I think not this like... podcast has made a huge difference too, because like, yeah. obviously it exposed me to so many more authors and books than I would have seen yeah, otherwise. Yeah, and we get to talk about books more. And we make reclists for things. Or the um, indie authors. I'm not like glamorising the pandemic in that time. No. But I, I understand how for a lot of people it was a kind of a good time because they were able to just spend time on hobbies or yeah. whatever, um, didn't have to work and could, you know, learn what life could be. But I also am completely aware that for other people it was absolute hell, so I'm not saying. Mm. I just left a horrible job and had started my last job um at the week we locked down and I was reduced to two days a week um so I that whole period of time I actually don't remember much of because like that horrible job was it took some getting over basically it really traumatized you oh you know I wasn't even there two years yeah felt like you were there forever (laughs) yeah yeah uh don't let anyone ever tell you that work shouldn't have a big impact on your mental health because dang <laughs> so for me that whole time in the pan the end beginning of the pandemic was me just getting over mm. that which is probably good i had the space to kind of whew. yeah yeah see for me it just when i think back on it yeah it was horrible and obviously, obviously it was scary yeah, and not... i couldn't see my family and stuff but the main things i remember is reading and just spending loads of time with my son. Yeah, if you which were is wonderful. <laughs> fortunate enough not to get someone, someone in your family who got sick mm. and you didn't lose work or whatever from it, like, because then it didn't impact your ability to. Yeah, so I was getting home. paid. Yeah. Um, like, furlough. We'd just moved into our house, which had a garden for my son. Mm. He, it was that really hot summer. He just spent mm. the whole time in the garden. That's but lots of dog walks. It also probably um, affected, like, it made him quite reliant on me and yeah, so we definitely. had a lot of uh, like an almost kind made of some attachment attachment well, like, two, yeah not too attached and too attached is never a thing no um maybe but, his confidence being away from you is more better way to put it yeah 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 and especially when you compare it, i know they're different children but when you compare it to my daughter she's quite social she's happy to go to other people and my son mm. was never really what's going to make that. you wonder like how much did that period of his life yeah change the course of things at all mm. um yeah, I played a lot of Sims. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out and play Sims. I love it when I go for a Sims phase. Yeah. It's so... It's, oh, My it. son asked me to reinstall it the other week yeah. so he could watch me play it. <laughs> okay. I recently played Unpacking and it was wonderful. It was such a beautiful game. I was playing this chicken game when I when I was uh, at yours cat sitting. Chicken? Chickens. Okay. Yeah, we have a chicken farm. Yeah, um, on my phone. You're like when, an idol, idol game. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was got the week I got fired and was cat sitting for you. Yeah. 
pretty much all I did was lay in the dark watching Modern Family and doing the chicken. <laughs> chicken game. Sounds good. Um, but I lost interest with that one. My problem is I can't. And Sims is the only thing I've ever not lost interest in. I don't know why. I don't it's, know why that's the only it's thing. Because, it, I think as well with The Sims is you can just leave it and come back to it and just carry on. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. They're still waiting in purgatory. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no one's been like, your, your pet has died. And I'm like, oh shit. Those poor Nintendogs that are dead, <laughs> or the Tamagotchi that I had died. All the... all the Neo pets yeah. that are dead. Okay, we need to focus. Sorry, yeah. Uh, are there any quotes saying phrases from books that you now use in your daily life? Don't think so. Probably some that I do, but I don't really. Not, not in daily life. life, but there's been some again. Okay, you some... recently got that cushion done. Yeah. Where is it? Is it this one? No, that one I got a new one of the To the Stars at This and the Dreams yeah. That Were Answered. Yeah, you've got like a. It's behind there, the black cushion there. Yeah. Um. So there's a quote that's in Nesta's book, A Court of Silver Flames. Do you know it by heart? Yeah, I know it by heart. <laughs> You know, I'm not even trying to excuse myself. It's just, it just helps me. And maybe I'm a basic bitch. Who cares? Uh, the quote from A Court of Silver from Flames is, I'm the rock against which the, which the surf crashes. Nothing can break me. Mm. Um, and then there is, in Throne of Glass, she said, it's, it's just this phrase, do not yield, when the oh, character's yeah. in like a really bad spot. And I was like, I like that. Mm. So I'm just like, you know, I'll keep that. I'm having a bad day driving in traffic. I'm like, do not yield! <laughs> oh, love that. So those, I don't use them in everyday life, but they've been helpful mm. in a general sense. And then there's also Don't Let the Hard Days Win. That's Akamath. Very much the time you read them. Yeah, loads. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll see why, right? It was like free therapy. It was like, oh, here's things a therapist would say, but... Fantasy! <laughs> Fairies! <laughs> <sighs> Which author inspires you the most? I think, like, uh, A.K. Mulford, Stacey McEwen, and Stephanie Rose. So they're all indie authors I discovered on TikTok. And I just, yeah. Yeah, there's like that Seeing like them the one... thrive. Um, oh, Luna Day as well. Luna Day, She's yeah. doing so well, yeah. Uh, there's the guy he only do, he just got picked up, but I've been following him for a while. Anthony Theo Darcy, has he come up for you? Yes. He did that series of like things you should do. Um, if you really love your girlfriend if she's a bookworm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he's he was like, oh, I've got a silly book idea, and then all of his followers were like, more things. Yeah. And he was like, okay, here's the idea, and they were like, can we read it? And he's like, no, I've not written it. And everyone was like, write it. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> so then he wrote it, um, and he was trying he was going for traditional publishing. And I think he's just been picked up from like I don't he doesn't he drifts on and off my the view page, so Yeah. I think he's been picked up. Um, I'm like, you know when you see someone like he put in the hard graft with TikTok. Once he yeah. realised he had a series that did well and he's like, Okay, I'm gonna build on this and, do it, yeah. and was posting at least once a day, if not three times a day, to build an audience. Mm. It's something I aspire to do and never have the follow through for. <laughs> I would also say um, RF Kwong and mm. Ava Reed because they have both really, like, they're traditionally published, but they have both really fought the battle against their publishing house mm. for not being fair because they were both under HarperCollins. With the author of Gilded Ones, Namina Fauna, I follow her on TikTok now. 
she does a lot of stuff to do with things that were said to her as a black author okay. when she was coming up. Yeah. Not things that have been sent to her since published, but things that publishing houses said to her. Yeah. An agent said to her. Like one was like literally like no one wants to read black fantasy. Oh. I'm not even gonna read this. Like that's uh, that's what someone said to her and stuff. So she oh. had to do the hard graph. Kimberly Lemming as well. Mm. Because not only is she now traditionally published, but she writes monster smart. So good oh, job. Yeah. <laughs> um paving away for everyone. Yeah. Back in the day not anymore. One of the reasons I wanted to be a writer was the Harry Potter books. Because mm. they were the ones that made me love reading, love writing, the whole thing. Um, no, I'm not saying the author is my inspiration. She's not. No. I'm saying the books now. The, they like were the, the reason world, I fell in love with yeah. the idea of being a, 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 a... Doing... Writing for someone else, how those books made me feel when I was younger. Yeah, I think that like feeling the books, is the inspiration. The books made it feel accessible for people mm. because it was like soft magic, like sat in our world. Yeah, it made it feel like if it made it feel like something that you could recreate mm. if you. Also, just the way like those books, the phenomenon of them in the time, before mm. the author did bad things. <laughs> And the magic of them, they, I don't know, they they, mm. they revived children's literature at the time. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like the passion people felt for them is what more I was passion, like. More energy. I was like, oh, what if work, I could do that book work. like that? That would be fun. Yeah, I mean, they had midnight releases, mm. and the only books that have had that since then is I'm, I'm Flag. Really? Mm. Oh. Okay. Um. Let's have that kind of passion for some Montas. diverse authors, yeah. unproblematic authors. <laughs> Which book is your guilty pleasure? I think we've pretty much covered that. Um, I mean, guilty pleasure isn't really a thing I believe in. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love this. I unabashedly love the selection series. It is I, terrible. I love it. I love any bit of cheesy fantasy, yeah. especially fantasy romance. I don't care how cheesy it is. Even just cheesy romance now. Mm. I'm like, you know what? This is just nice vibes. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I think we've kind of... Comfort book slash series. I think we've pretty much covered that. I mean, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, our, do we have any funny, unpopular opinions? Um. On book related things, so book series, authors, bookshop genres. I don't know if I've got any funny stuff. I've probably got a load of unpopular <laughs> <laughs> I do. We're, we're in the camp of all reading is reading, mm-hmm. which is kind of one of the things we started the podcast for. So whether you're audiobook, graphic books, um, manga, middle grade, middle grade, whatever, whatever yeah, you're reading, all reading is reading. It romance. All counts. Yeah, I do not. Care. With no genre snobbery, there's no like format snobbery. No. All reading is reading. So I, I don't know if that's unpopular. I think a lot of people, they don't tend to be on the internet book spheres generally anyway. Or if they do voice that opinion, they get <laughs> trounced on. Yeah. Um, Something I'm quite passionate about is that if it's enemies to lovers, it has to be enemies to <laughs> Oh, you don't and believe my in love, love triangle? It's not a love triangle; it's a love corner. Unless the two men are also <laughs> love triangling. Um, what are our other ones? 
I think we do have a few, we just don't remember yeah. them. <laughs> we did do a whole episode on like controversial book things. That episode still gives me a stomachache. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about it. Even though we didn't say anything that controversial. Probably stuff we would have said normally, but yeah. just because it was only one episode, is that what gives you a stomachache? Yeah. That episode makes me anxious to this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And not, I guess not controversial, but um, don't change the sizing or the, the covers <laughs> of the books midway for a series. Thanks. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. This is it. The question is, do you read one book start to finish at a time or do you have multiple books on the go at once? I think we've sort of covered this. At least what you do. <laughs> What's that? I, I plead the fifth or I don't have to say anything. Follow me on Storygraph. <laughs> so I tend to have at least one audio on the go, one Kindle book and one book book. One physical. Yeah, one yeah. physical book. Um, Just because Same. Kindle's portable, I can read it at night without waking up people sleeping next to me. So yeah. that's when I go to stay with my partner. I have that. I take the Kindle sometimes. And then book book is I have... I like to drag and hoard books, so therefore I have to read them. Uh-huh. Yeah, same answer. Yeah. Except I do keep it to just one or two of each, max. Someone doesn't do that. Sometimes the vibes are just not vibing <laughs> right. Whereas I will stick to a book, usually to the bitter end. It was it was real progress for me to DNF Babel when I did yeah. at 100 pages. I feel that was really good for me. Yes, you never do, Anna. No. When you said to me I might do an effort, I was like, oh, do it. That, that was like, <laughs> yeah. that was really gross for me. Because that is a big fucking book, and I was like, this will stall me. Yeah. Out. And you will not read again for life. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's for someone, it's just not for me. Mm. I know Babel, everyone loves Babel, but... Well, no, a lot of people don't. <laughs> it's a bit, it was a bit too slow, and all the little notes in the margins. Too much. It wasn't for me. Um, this one's funny. Who is winning in a fight out of you two? I just think it can't be us. <laughs> what are we fighting about? Wait, words or fists? Fisticuffs. Because you're stronger than me. You go to the gym. Yeah. But I'm also not very good at confrontation, neither of us. <laughs> Depends. Are you bad mouthing my kids? Because I will punish you. <laughs> I'll take you down. Um, uh, I have a lot of anger. I don't know yeah, if I could... me too. Mm. I don't know if I can... I just can't hold a grudge. I'm not really good at holding a grudge because I kind of just forget. I'm a little bit taller than you. Maybe I can use that to my advantage. <laughs> yeah, but I've got, like, the bum. Yeah. I've got all the weight behind me to take you out. <laughs> yeah, like, if you, like, took out my legs, I'd be fucked. I don't know, me and a few years ago, it was a lot scrappier than me now. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was a lot feistier when we Ten years met. ago, I would have been like, yeah, me, I would have been so violent. Yeah. But now I'm like... <sighs> feels like... Feels like probably what we do is just, like not speak for a few weeks and then they just start texting like everything was fine. Yeah, probably, yeah. So who would break first? Probably me. Yeah, probably. Probably me because you just forget I exist for a bit. Yeah, I would just get so caught up in my life. And then be like, oh shit, I'm smoking to Tony in yeah. six months. Because literally that happens, like, so, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I just texted Tony last week, six months ago. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I was literally thinking the other day, I was like, oh, I've not seen my other friends for ages. I've really got to arrange something. And I was like, last time I saw her was her birthday in June or whatever, and I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, if we have the podcast, 
we'd, yeah, we used to see each other be like once every six months twice, or something. Twice a year or something, yeah. <laughs> or I'd text you and it'd be like three weeks and then it's like, yeah, I'm free on Saturday. <laughs> a little bit still like that though now, isn't it? <laughs> Except now you've learnt to not be um, not be embarrassed by just sending me question marks till I answer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't answer, I can't I answer. Saw, every few days I'll go, I was like, oh yeah, I said Natalie. And I was like, um, she hasn't answered. And I was like, but she has been on Instagram, so she's alive. So I'm just like, question mark. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, your voice note was only like three minutes long, but literally I started listening. It was listening. a bit rambly though. I started listening to it on like the Friday night and then I think my daughter woke up. And then I started listening to it when I was in the car waiting for someone to meet me on Saturday and then I obviously didn't finish it. <laughs> and then I was listening to it on Sunday at my mum's and then she started talking to me. I was like, God sake, it's taking me forever. And then I went and sat in the kitchen by myself and then my daughter came in when I was responding to you yeah. and just started rabbiting on. <laughs> could you hear her in the yeah, background? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes me laugh. <sighs> I always love when you just start talking and your daughter is like, me too! <laughs> Yeah, and like I always get to like pause it, so you just get to listen to me ramble to my kids for a bit. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm usually doing something when I listen to voice notes, so I'm just like, I'll just wait for it to come back. And like, if I stop, I'm gonna forget to come back. Well, sometimes you're just like, oh, I'll I'll get back to you in a minute, and I'm like, it's been seven hours, so I'm just gonna like question <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Um, um, but no, the, the, it was a really rambly voice note because I was like, I know, I was just like, I confused myself. I was quite up. tired on the Friday when I sent it, mm. and I I was doing a spate of catching up on voice notes and yeah. like messaging people, and you were on my list of like, I know we're due to re- record soon, so I was like, I need to message her and I need to do it with enough time for her to not reply to me for a few days. <laughs> I was like, I need to forward plan yeah, this. Yeah, I need to plan her not getting back to me in time. Yeah, yeah so I forward plan that, it's fine. So literally, like the morning of, I was like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> um, okay. <sighs> so we didn't really answer that question, but no, you know, I don't draw your own conclusions. Um, oh, will we fight? Yeah, we'll fight. <laughs> I think I think I would win just because I've got I, slightly more energy than you. I would like I get more sleep than you. <laughs> I would picture it to be like the fight of Ken in the film. When they're oh on God, the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You could just punch me like in the stomach and I'd wet myself but I'm going home. <laughs> Screw this, I'm going home. <laughs> I mean you just have to put both of us in a really busy crowd where it's really loud and we'll both be crying, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I had to go when I watch Hunger Games. I do watch it in London, in Westfield on a Saturday, and I was like, I really want to see this film, but I really hate that I'm here. Yeah, <sighs> lots of deep breathing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know when I stopped being able to cope with crowds. Pandemic. Probably pandemic, <laughs> but it just never came back. Yeah, and I never used to get, I never used to get anxious like that, and now I cannot stand it. <laughs> As you should. Okay, Go we're on. nearly done. Um, congrats on hundred episodes. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Uh, what have been your favourite episodes slash moments so far? Wham pork is still up there for me. <laughs> I can't even. Wham pork uh, is in somewhere in the thirties. Yeah. Where we did. 
we did like build a story and you had like a made up worm that had a penis on him oh my god and then we got really hysterically giggly about how that penis would look on the worm it was just and then so I, I, stupid <laughs> i think it's because you misread the word vampire didn't you that's where wampork came yeah from. yeah yeah um, and then I drew the wampork. <laughs> oh my god! And the best thing is the post-it where I drew the possible penises of the wampork. just lived in my living room for three-ish months, and not once did my father question it, which really has tells you a lot. <laughs> um, I really loved the episode. It was like our two-part of the first Christmas where we did. D and D. Oh yeah, that was a really fun episode. Uh, episodes. Yes. Um, and there was one of our first ones where we just talked about loads of indie authors we wanted to read, and that just yeah, I loved yeah. that one. I love our rambly ones, but they, you know. But I do feel like um, our ones now are better in terms of we keep on topic it's much more structured yeah i think we're just a bit more confident in it um but yeah have a little scroll through um oh we also did that episode that was um romance in in a quote oh yeah uh particularly uh monster romance and i I oh yeah i love the smut smut episodes That was si- oh yeah episode sixty nine. <laughs> Still proud of that. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm having to scroll through because I don't have any memory of what we've done. Mm. Um, I like all of us silly on the tens when we do something silly. Yeah. Um, every te- if you're new, every ten episodes we do something fun and silly, and it's usually something I've made up. And it's entirely on my whims because Natalie just doesn't give a fuck. You usually make it up like two minutes before I arrive as well. So it's, it's already done on like, like scraps of paper yeah. and post-its. It's just pure vibes and we love it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. We've had some that were really funny, but they're not like obviously funny looking at the... Or oh, what, only funny to us? <laughs> <laughs> The Cracker Box of Truth. I just like that for the title. Um, yeah, if you're a cracker and you can hit on me at the gym. Yeah. These are just my favourite titles, to be honest. Depression Station and Being a Fantasy Bitch. That was a good episode. Mm. Um, yeah. I like the ones when we're passionate about something we've read because they're just are good. I mean, the, the there's the Akatar one, which is called No Attempt to Entertain You. We just talk about Akatar. Which wasn't supposed to be an Akatar focused episode, and it but just it was. was. Yeah, yeah. Um, quite like that one. I have yeah. no idea if that one stands up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And then we've done a couple of deep dives, like the Terry Pratchett, the Lee Bardugo, mm. and um, Hunger Games, which are quite. Oh, and we kind of, I guess, a little bit, not really a deep dive, but maybe fourth wing, but not really because we didn't talk about. That was much. our first one doing a whole episode on one book. Well, which it was we basically like before. one review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Should we do that more often? Would you like more dedicated reviews? Just to one, one particular yeah. book. Whether or not they'd be structured is another question, but. Because the fourth wing was structured in that I wrote some notes on a post-it about what we wanted to talk about. And, and then, then we, we didn't, we didn't really follow it. it. Yeah. And then throughout the whole episode, we just kept going, what does the post-it say? What was the plan? <laughs> um, well, you don't know that bit because the editor took that out because he's good at his job. Mm. Yeah, we've done some fun stuff. Mm. Not very specific. 
Right. I like our manifesting one as well. I don't think there's any that I would um, say to someone, this is the, watch this, it's perfect. Uh, listen to this, it's perfect. I would just be like, just pick a bunch and see what you think. <laughs> well, we, do, we give them funny titles. So mm. I'm just like, just go for the titles. Or they yeah, don't have exactly. to like, so just pick and choose. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10 to not destroy myself. I just love the titles. Yeah, I think we've got some good titles going on. The holding the the builder story we did where we were throwing a ball. Oh gosh! And it was terrifying you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sweating just thinking about it now. It's like you when you think of the controversial episode. <sighs> <laughs> it's the episode where I make you do sport. Yeah. All right, we're nearly done. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for coming through. Mm. Now I think we're done. Let me have a little yeah. look. I've got notes in different places. Hold on, guys. Oh, what series of books is finished that you wish you'd have one more book of? Hmm. 100%. Yeah, I mean, apparently there is another one coming. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would say And um, the flip side of that, what series do you wish I'd stop making? <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> Shatter Me was too fucking long. That could have been a few books less. What about the... I know you enjoyed them, but what about the Cassandra Clare ones? Because it feels like they've got a uh, lot I, in that. Series. I have not... I used to read the new ones as soon as they come out. I have not read that new one yet. No. Um, uh, Twilight. Let's stop. But also keep going. Skullduggery, keep going forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Skullduggery never needs to end. But those books have never gotten to a shit phase. No. Like, none of the... Because the, they do with them and they've the trilogies in phases. None of them have been shit in my head. No. Like, there was the one... And there's no filler books except no. that one that put me in a You slump. struggled with, yeah. Number 11, wasn't it? Was it, it? Bedlam? Yeah. But I think... Oh, I'm convinced that was the narrator, though. Yeah. The one they switched narrators for. It was the narrator, I think. I'm convinced yeah. it was the narrator and not the book. But yeah, there's been no duds with that. So as long as that yeah. keeps happening, like, until the end, I had me on the edge of my freaking seat. Until the end, you were on the edge of your seat. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, from Blood and Ash needs to die. <laughs> there we go. That's one that really <laughs> needs to fucking die. Oh, they started out fun. They were getting progressively shitter. <laughs> And we need to let and it die. Fun no, what she's, about? she's done like a prequel series. What about Zodiac Academy? No, those are those are right. Okay. Although, but what about the novellas? Oh, uh, eight point five. Slumped Getting me. Bin. Really struggling with it. Yeah, I'm I'm eighty percent through. Um, it's my Kindle read at the moment, and it's boring. <laughs> I'm really disappointed with it. Oh, I've loved all the all the other novellas. Love them. I think they add something to the story, although just fun. This novella is boring. Mm. I've got a whole bunch of characters I couldn't give a fuck about. <laughs> all right. Well, um, that's all the questions. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. That was quite terrifying, wasn't it? I suddenly woke up. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Please, please review and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Help us find a big audience build our community we really want to be more active in like our uh, facebook group that we have we want to be able to do like a a book group with you all so please let us 
know that you're interested in that. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok to shame me into actually uploading. And if you have any requests or there's any suggestions you have for episodes for next year, because next year we will be starting season two. And we're going to start planning and yeah. stuff soon. So Me please to... come to the website, which is lazybookcloverspodcast.wordpress.com mm-hmm. and send us any requests there. You can send DM us wherever, it's fine. And yeah. we hope you have a December full of reading. Okay, <laughs> see you next week. Bye.